0: Esther, you want to say the bit, bit today?
1: Dark. I don't know you twisty podcast where we give you advice from people who need advice themselves. We. am Esther. Oh,
0: oh, sorry, I'm Nikki. <laughs> sorry, say that again. Say <laughs> that, She's I'm so Esther. excited to
1: start. I got
0: so excited. You say, I'm Esther. I'm Esther. And I am Nikki. Let's get and right into Nikki. this.
1: Yes, let's do it.
0: Um, so we took a week off because Esther was
1: under the weather, my little baby yes. Um <laughs> How are you feeling, darling? I'm feeling much better, actually, all better, thank God. But it was a really terrible week, and I'm not gonna gore you all with the details. But I did have a stomach virus, and I was bedridden, and that's it. And she had like full day classes to attend, like that, like the whole week. Oh, so and I feel for you. It's been a week since then without coffee. I have not had a coffee in one week.
0: Over one week. It's Do you think this has helped your
1: caffeine addiction? So I definitely think it is on the track to helping my caffeine addiction. The problem is the past three days, I'm in like this second dose of withdrawal symptoms where it's like, I need the coffee. I need the coffee all day, all I want. I'm literally... Sitting at my desk working, dreaming about coffee. And then like I'll start falling asleep during class and I'm like, if I can make a coffee, that would be so much better. I was trying to Do get off of coffee, but have you looked I guess up how long it takes have you looked up how long it
0: takes to get over a caffeine addiction? I'm just curious. Yeah, so it says
1: two to three days for the initial cravings. And then Okay. It, and then I think it says, like, the longer you've had the addiction, the longer it takes before you'll ever stop wanting it again. Oh, God. Like two to three days for the initial craving. And I haven't drinking coffee since, since eighth grade. I still get headaches. I still get headaches from not having coffee. Still, a week That's later. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. yeah I mean, so I have been drinking, drinking bad, coffee so really since eighth am, grade, so... I'll tell you, about, actually, the weirdest thing, like, the one thing I miss about the coffee, forget about the caffeine and forget about, like, the fact that I love and need, I'm addicted to coffee... But I miss that, like, warm morning comfort that comes with oh my, my morning coffee. And not only that,
0: you know that shiver that you get when you drink a coffee when you really need a coffee? You know you, like,
1: take yeah. a first sip when you need it and your, like, whole body, you get, like, a little, like, Ugh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, I know what you're saying and that, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like... The whole feeling, the whole journey you go on oh, with I that coffee—that oh, is that. what I miss. So, like, that, I'm, I'm oh, like, the feeling <laughs> of it. it feels so empty my mornings because, like, I wake up <laughs> and I, I like, work a little bit in my bed that you taught me on one of the podcasts, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I brush my teeth and sometimes I fight in shower the night before I'll shower and then I go downstairs and I'm ready to either make breakfast or make myself a coffee but I'm not making myself a coffee so instead I'm making myself like orange juice mixed with water or like just a giant foam cup with ice and water and like it just or even tea and it just doesn't have that satisfying morning energy
0: catch esther like sniffing coffee like in a closet somewhere (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny because even even carl knows my morning routine because basically i have my coffee machine downstairs in my house like by my room and the next door is like our second fridge so i just keep my creamer in the fridge and carl knows like usually when i get out of bed in the morning carl would think like oh we're going for a I can't say the word because he's sleeping right here. We're going for a -A W.A.L.K. But then, like, he knows, like, the first time I get out of bed is because I'm going to get a coffee. So he stays sleeping. The second time I get out of bed, then he knows he's allowed to get up because we're going for our W.A.L.K. Like, even he knows the routine. I can't even imagine what our life would be like without it. (laughs)
1: That's a well-trained
0: dog right there. Um, yeah, I'm trying to. Oh, you know what I did today for the first time since before COVID? What? I got a mani pedi I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. I mean jealous you know right me, now. I do like no colors, but yeah, I got myself. And you know what? I messed my nails up, like the second I left the manicure place, they're already like chipped, half the nail polish is like off, like but it was just that
1: feeling of getting the mani pedi and having someone like normal file your nails. It was such a great experience. I loved it. There's literally no way around ruining your nails unless you do one of those manicures that your nails you walk out with them dry like you know I wanted, to do, I wanted to do sns but they,
0: they said they don't okay listen to this i called i asked how much sns was and they're like we don't do sns then i get there and they have powder gel which is just powder nails so it's
1: sns i was like oh <laughs> you, don't, you said you don't and do I tell that. You why whatever why it's called sns nails in australia i call them sns it's called next gen
0: no, I've had them being called SNS before in, in regular stores. Oh,
1: and really? I have had it done before back from and, and I've gotten it done as SNS. SNS and everybody made fun of me. Everyone's like, what is that? I'm like the powder, the dip. They're like, oh, no, maybe next gen. I was like, no, maybe. So maybe it's just our town. Because when I got it
0: done in the city, it was for sure SNS. And I would say like, can I have dip powder? And they'd be like, you mean SNS? Really? I have yeah. the opposite. I would
1: say SNS. They're like, huh? <laughs> maybe it's just our town maybe um so you want to get into the questions let's do it now that gyms are opening up again i want to ask this question because i feel awkward doing certain exercises at the gym because i feel like everyone's staring at me so how do i get in the zone and start doing exercise and not caring about people watching
0: Can I give you a story that's going to make you not want to work out at the gym? (laughs) And then I'll give you some actual advice. But basically, once I was doing, you know that thing where you put, um, when you're doing like split squats and you have to put one leg up on the bench and then you're holding weights and you like squat like that. And I was like my first time doing it, but I was doing it based off a workout program I was doing. And some guy came up to me and was like, oh, like you you need to like move your leg out more. And he's like helping me. And I was like, I did it for like a minute after because like he was still there. And then I left that area because I was like I don't want you now looking to see if I'm doing it right or wrong like I'd rather do it wrong and have somebody not tell me that I'm like just not tell me and let me do it wrong than someone to come over and correct me don't freaking correct me I don't want to be corrected
1: I'm literally the same way as you I'm the same way I would feel so uncomfortable if someone in the gym came over to me and said hey you're doing that wrong I would be so embarrassed I'd be like get away stop looking at me but I know a lot of people that that appreciate when other people offer their help in the gym because they're like, how would I have known that if not for them?
0: So maybe it's a me thing, because once I was in a gym class with my mom, and basically, like we were doing, um, I don't know what we were doing, but my I guess like the the things, okay. I was in Israel and they do workouts different in Israel. I'm not even kidding, like the burpees are different. Like the things we were doing are like, I'm like, I've never seen it done like this before, but okay. And then we were doing something, and I guess like the one girl, she went over to my instructor in the class and was like, like, go help her. She needs help with her back posture. And I was like, mind your own business. First of all, if the instructor sees a problem with me, she'll come over to me and correct me. I don't need you going to the instructor, pointing at me, and telling, like... I, I, so I, I literally, this is how stubborn I was. I like didn't want to work out for the rest of the class. I was being like really low energy, like being super like bitchy, and I
1: was like, you know what? I don't want your help anymore. Like, screw you. It's it's not even about the other person giving you help. It's the fact that they're watching you and noticing your mistakes. So it means they're literally watching you. Exactly. Like, don't watch me. Let exactly. My don't business. look at me. You got yours. Like, and like if there was a problem, then the instructor would have helped me. But
0: I don't need you to help me. Mind your own business. So same thing. In, like when I'm at the gym, like I don't want you helping me. I want you to mind your own business. I don't care if I'm doing it wrong like leave me alone you know um just a little disclaimer guys my mic is a little broken so you might hear a little bit of a buzz I'm getting a new mic it just wasn't delivered yet um and also the downstairs of my house is being vacuumed and this is the only time that we can record so I do apologize for that
1: so back to the question just some tips about how to deal with people watching at the gym or feeling uncomfortable I definitely recommend having one or two sessions with either a personal trainer or another friend like if your friends can get a guest pass for like two three days and if you bring them with you for the first two three days while you get comfortable with the equipment and with the gym together then when they no longer go to that gym like they're not you know they don't pay um you can continue going and you already know where everything is and how to use everything and like you've already done that with your friend um or with a personal trainer because then they can actually show you different things and and give you like guidelines and to set you up for a successful workout journey
0: and a hundred percent I agree with esther I personally could not work out in the gym using the machines until I started going with esther and once me and esther went together and even if we were both like unsure about how to use it which i think you were a little bit more experienced at the time when we went but even if in the case let's say we both weren't comfortable with it the fact that we were doing it together just made me feel comforted to the fact that like I figured out like I got myself into a groove for that two days that we did it together and then I was able to do it by myself because I was like oh I've done this
1: before and, and once you've done it you have this like confidence that just like you're like oh I know how to do this so you sit on the chair in the proper way and you start setting up the weight so you already like feel more like you have a sense of uh you can go just straight on you know well I, you know what I'm just remembering actually this is so I forgot that I did this <laughs> I'm such a loser okay what I did was, was when
0: I first started going to the gym by myself and I was so embarrassed of like uh, how others were going to perceive me, I watched YouTube videos on how to use the equipment at the gym. Like, I actually watched YouTube videos on how to use certain equipment because I wanted
1: to make sure I was doing it right so that so that I wouldn't care if people were looking at me because I knew should, I was doing the right just thing. Just no, I'm not laughing at that because that is so <laughs> freaking smart because the first time I went to my gym alone, I had to learn how to use all the machines. And, like, I did, and I did it fine, and, like, it was really uncomfortable and awkward, but, like, I just got it over with. And then... I actually think I had a friend come with me, too, or maybe my mom or something like that. Different gyms, different times, different experiences, but (laughs) I have so many gym memberships in the past. (laughs) It's ridiculous. I started like
0: 80 gym I actually just disputed a charge for my gym, and I felt like I was betraying them, but you know what? They have the audacity to charge me $50 for this month. Our gym is closed. You cannot use the gym. So why are you charging me $50? For what? For what Disputed. facilities? I did. Good. I got the money back. And I feel bad, though, because, like, I love my gym, and I miss my gym, and I want it to know that I love it. Like, I, I'm passionate about her, him, it, whatever it wants to go by. I don't know. But I, I love it, but it's just, you know, it's it's rude. It's really rude.
1: I went to the gym for years in all my gyms and all my memberships, and I I had a one summer I went to this one gym where I hired a personal trainer for the two months and just to like you know give me good guidelines like she wasn't with me every single session but she would like give me a few things at the beginning of the week and like teach me how to do different things and whatever how to u- best utilize the machines and I realized I was using all the machines most of them I was using like okay but like I wasn't using them amazing I was using most of the machines wrong. So, like, they were strengthening muscles, but, like, other muscles, like, the wrong muscles. And, like, I wasn't using it properly. Like, I could have hurt myself. (laughs) Yeah. So, I think it's very smart that you looked at videos. I also
0: want to say that you should be careful at the gym right now. Um, kind of grosses me out, the gym. I don't know. The gym always grosses me out, though. I love the gym. Don't get me wrong. But I think if my gym opened, like, I'd be scared to use it right now. I don't know.
1: It's kind of gross. I don't know. Everything just feels germier.
0: I don't know. Like, I I would just be, like, nervous to use it. But also, like, because I've been so isolated for the past few months, I've gotten, like, so used to, like, like, this might sound gross. Should I even admit this on the podcast? This is going to sound so gross. Go. Are you ready? I don't shower after I work out at home. But hear me out. Okay at the gym I had to shower like I'm using all this equipment that other people are using but at home no one has touched my treadmill in ever since we bought it except for me and also like I use like clean towels and like I'm not a sweaty person like I wish trust me I wish I could sweat but like when I'm done working out like I do not have a drop of sweat on me so why should I waste my time showering I shower like 800 times a day then at that point so I don't shower after the Gym workout session.
1: <laughs> so embarrassing. grosser I've heard grosser yeah. things. People who do sweat grosser? and don't shower after the gym. That's grosser.
0: People who go to the gym during COVID, then sweat go and home go home covered home. in sweat and don't shower. <laughs> that's
1: pretty gross. If you're one of those, so if people, you're gonna do that, that
0: my tip for you is to not do that. Okay, so this next question I could have sworn that I wrote in because it is something that I'm actually super insecure about, so I'm excited to talk about it, is how do I get over feeling that people don't like me or I'm annoying when I'm hanging out with people who aren't my close friends? So personally, I always feel like I'm annoying someone, and Esther, I'm directing this at you right now because, like, I don't know what to do, and I'm directing it at you guys out there, like as you know we always love when you can send in advice for us so I just personally always feel like I'm annoying people um even in my relationship like I'll be like constantly in the back of my head like I'll never say it to him but I'll be like oh my god I must be annoying him I'm definitely being annoying I'm annoying like the worst insult you could ever say to me is like okay you're just like annoying me right now like I take that very personally because I think I'm a very annoying person and I think people don't like me because I'm annoying if you say I'm annoying right now I'm gonna punch you in the face I see it on your face I will literally deck you through the face. FaceTime.
1: <laughs> you're so annoying. <laughs> so how do we deal with this? Never. How annoying. do we deal with this feeling never of insecurity? Annoying. So it's a really difficult question to dissect, honestly. It plays along with, like, every, like, everybody has insecurities. And, like, this is a big insecurity that a lot of people struggle with. So just, like, again, knowing that you're not the only person that's dealing with this it is good. It is something that I felt too. I don't feel it all the time. You probably'm guilty of usually feeling this, <laughs> but um <laughs> There you go. It had to come from one of us, you know. <laughs> I don't feel that way, but like it like that's just not my insecurity. I have many other ways. Okay,
0: way, we get it. We, so get it. we get it. You're not say insecure about it.
1: <laughs> just us over here. <laughs> Okay. Well, I was leading to a point where, like, I don't have experience with this, but I want, I would imagine that, like, the The language that, the body language that you give off to other people, the way that you feel when you're, if you feel like, oh, I'm annoying them, I'm annoying them, I might be annoying them, I'm being so annoying, they're going to get those vibes and they're going to feel those things. So they might feel those annoying vibes, like, why is she being insecure? Like, what's going on? Why isn't she just, like, being fun? Why is she being uptight? You know what I'm saying? So first of all, try to, like, clear your head even when you're with them and be like, if you, if, say, like, say to yourself, like, if I'm going to think I'm being annoying, let me think about it after the fact. You know, so at least, like, you get a clear of mind, good experience get to just like try to get out of your head a little bit and then the other thing I would say is that when people are annoyed at you generally I mean like there are some people that will never show you that they're annoying but then in that case you wouldn't feel like you were annoying them there are most people if they're annoyed at you they'll show you signs either body language or even physical language like they'll start getting really sarcastic or really just like slow responses or like no answers and like those are all signs to you that like maybe the conversation should be ending maybe the evening or whatever you're doing right now maybe you should tone it down a little bit because they're sh- they're they're like hinting to you like okay you're annoying me you know what i'm saying so you might be getting those vibes they might be true but it doesn't mean that they're annoyed at you as a person and they never want to see you again it's like they're annoyed at what you're doing or they're annoyed at the circumstances or or maybe they're just annoyed in general right now and you happen to be there so they're a little bit annoyed at you you know what i'm saying so like in in a way like obviously like if someone if you're annoying someone, nobody wants to be annoying. So like if you're if you're getting those vibes, try to tone down whatever you're doing or try to like get it out of your head that like you're being annoying. Do you get what I'm saying? Am I making sense?
0: I get what you're saying. I just don't think he or she is actually being annoying. I think they're just feeling like when they're in a new situation, like let's say I'm at a party and I'm sitting and I'm talking to someone that I don't usually talk to. In the back of my head, I'm thinking like, oh my God, I'm probably annoying this person right now. Like, do they even want to be sitting here and talking to me? Like, I might be annoying them. You know what I mean? Like, it's more of well, like an rational thing. they don't want to be sitting thing. here talking to you, that's, they Well, that's what I was just thinking. I was thinking, you know, like there's been times where like, I have been asked, let's say somebody asked me to come to a party they asked me to, like, hang out with people that I don't usually hang out with or, like, a lot of times in the situation, my boyfriend will get invited to things that, like, I come along to because he is constantly (laughs) invited to things and I'm, like, a little, like, I came too, you know? But, like, when I'm sitting (laughs) at those things and I'm talking to people, I'm, like, okay, if I was annoying them, then, like, they wouldn't be, like, continuing the conversation with me. Like, they wouldn't want to, like, sit here and keep talking to me. They wouldn't be, like, trying to, like, be friendly to me because clearly I'd be annoying them. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like, people aren't, like, going to be necessarily so nice. Like, if you're bothering them, they're not necessarily going to be able to hide it. You know exactly, what I'm saying? Like, Exactly, exactly. Yeah. If they're sitting with you and they're talking to you, I actually felt that way when I was traveling. Like, I was, I, I latched on to someone and we were talking, we were traveling together for a bit. And, like, we, I, I loved her. She was so great. And, like, we had such a fun, great relationship. But, like, at one point I was just like, wait... Like, does she even want to hang out with me? Like, why does she want to hang out with me? Like, why does she like me? But then I realized, like, she wouldn't text me and be like, hey, do you want to go to the markets if she didn't want to hang out with me? You know what I'm saying? So, like, it kind of goes mutually. Like, it is a big insecurity, and I understand that you feel that way, but also understand that they might express it more clearly if they were annoyed at you. They wouldn't be sitting there. They wouldn't invite you to things. (laughs)
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... Like, I know with my friends, I always get this way where, like, let's say I end up being, like, the one who's, like, texting my friends more. And I'm like, you know what? They're not reaching out to me a lot. I must be annoying them. And then, like, they won't reach out to me for a while. But then eventually they'll reach out to me and, like, we'll start talking. And then I'll be like, you know, like, I haven't spoken to you because I felt like I was annoying you. And they'll be like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like, I've actually had this situation, I think, with my best friend, like, a few times. I've been like, well, I just felt like I'm I'm annoying you. And she'll be like... No, I was just busy. I love you. I want to talk to you. I just didn't even like I didn't even know that you felt this way because in the back of my head I'm like I'm annoying. I'm annoying. I'm annoying. But in their head they're
1: like not even it's not even on their radar, you know? Confession, I felt that. I was annoying you sometimes. <laughs>
0: That, but see, this is what I'm saying. Like, it I would know. never be that way. It would never be like if you were annoying me. I'd be like, Esther, you're annoying me right now.
1: If like I would say right that's now, that would be the be all or if end all. Actually, I would so <laughs> you in the it's over. I
0: would literally tear your eyeballs out of your skin. <laughs> that's right, a little aggressive. I, te- I apologize. Guys, I take them out, and that's a little aggressive. I like how you weren't even phased. You were just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: like, I live in Florida. Come and get me.
0: You should hear the way I talk to Carl when he barks. Carl barks and barks and barks out the window all day, just when he sees squirrels. He's not like this in the city or anything. It's just here in our little rural area because he sees so many squirrels, he doesn't know what to do with himself, and I literally am like,
1: I'm going to take your vocal cords out. <laughs> like, I'm going to suffocate you. That is terrible. You should never say
0: you know, you could do a surgery where you take their, oh, you're so cute, where you take their vocal cords out. It's like illegal, but <laughs> I know my sister said she's going to do that to me. <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually.
1: Okay, last question. I graduated college this year and also got married this summer. I'm planning to get pregnant soon and will not be working. I've racked up some serious debt from college, which my husband will now have to pay off. I just wish that I had been working all these years instead of wasting my time in college so that I could help us financially and not have accumulated so much debt and wasted years not working. Wasting the past four years is a huge regret for me, and I'm struggling to deal with it. I know that my degree could possibly help me in the future, but I was never really planning on working and my husband and I are planning for me to be a stay-at-home mom. I went to college because I didn't know what else to do with my life and now I realize what a waste of time and money it was. My question is how to mentally get over the fact that I wasted so much time and stop feeling so badly about it? That's a great question.
0: Can I just first off say congratulations on getting married? Congratulations on starting trying to start a family. I think that's amazing and that's beautiful. So and graduating college. Um and also and also, that's what I was about to say, and congratulations on graduating college and getting that degree. The thing is with a degree, and this is, I, I find myself to be in the same place because, listen, I'm not married. I have a long-term boyfriend, but I'm not married yet, and I don't know exactly if I will use my degree or not personally. I would love to be a stay-at-home mom, but I don't know what's in my future, so I can't say anything definitively. But you never know what a degree is gonna help you out because you never know where your life is going. And like, I don't mean that in a negative way at all, but like, seriously, you never know what life is gonna throw you. So if you don't use that degree now, fine, you might not use your degree now, but you can always use it in the future. It'll always be good for you to have. And like, I understand, and it's funny because I actually had this conversation with my boyfriend um, about loans because I have to take out student loans this year for the first time and I was discussing with him I was like well after you know once we're married are we gonna be paying off that's those student loans together like with the money that you're making like it's not like because if if it was like money for our apartment money for food for us those are money for furniture like that's money for things for us together but if it's money for something that I did separately before we were married it's like weird in my head like oh you're gonna pay that off and he was like yeah like you know our money becomes one so like all the income we get together like yeah, I'll, I'll pay for your loan. Like, I'll be, we'll be paying for your loans together. And, like, it was a weird thing for me to, like, understand and grasp. And, like, it's something that I understand, like, feeling bad about because you're like, oh, my husband is paying for something that I decided to do my own that I'm not even using. But the thing is, like, the fact that you guys are married has made you, like, this one, this team. Like, he is your family. That's what family does. You guys, you guys pay for each other's things. You help each other out. Like, it's not, it's not. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, that's what being married is. And, like, you shouldn't feel bad about that because, like, that, I mean, he knew that that was going to be a thing getting married to you. Like, he was like, okay, that's just one of our expenses. It's not, like, a crazy concept that, like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, like, crazy. What do you think? I'm just rambling.
1: (laughs) I I literally agree. I just had to turn on my mic. (laughs) I literally agree so much with that. And I want to say on the regret part of it and on the feeling bad about it, every single thing you did in your life brought you to the point that you are today. And I don't know how you met your husband or what you went through in college to get to where you are, but I'm sure there's something you can take away from those four years, even if not your degree, at least something you gained, the responsibility, the the, the ability to get yourself together and do four years of college. That's a lot. And like to figure out college, I know now that I'm like learning the system, like there's a lot to have to learn and adapt to. And it's pretty amazing that you've accomplished all those things. And they they added to definitely who you are today, especially in the responsibility quarter of it. And I think that we can't look back at our lives filled with regrets, because then we're not going to be able to move forward. You can say like, okay, I went through four years of college, and I I, I didn't gain anything from the degree-wise. Degree it's not going to help me in my future. But this is what I did gain. This is what I did get. And now next time, or, you know, when your kids are going into that stage of life, you can better educate them on the other side of it. Instead of saying like, Hey, you can go to college because you don't have anything better to do. Say, Hey, how about you think about getting a job? And then if you find what you want to do in college specifically, go back to school then, and you can better use your experiences to guide the people in your life. So I would say, take this as like a, a, accomplishment you graduated college you did something big 4 years is a big long commitment it's a lot and take that with you and say i'm going to use my experience that wasn't the best choice that i could could have made and try to educate the in the future in other people making this decision.
0: And also, you said, like, oh, you went to college because you didn't know what you want to do with yourself. And now, you're married. Now, you're planning on starting a family. So, you're figuring out what you want to do with yourself. But that took the four years of college to figure out. Like, you needed this time. You needed that time to grow and to develop and to figure out who you are, even if it's not who you are in a job sense. It's who you are in a person sense, you know? Like, you were able to find this ground and, like, now become a wife and hopefully, God willing, the, become a mother. Like, that's the fact amazing. That you didn't sit you know? around
1: and wait to do anything for four years, the fact that you got, got it together enough to do something with for four years, you know what I'm saying? Like You did something, that's amazing. You could've sat at home on your couch and watched TV for four years straight saying, I don't know what I wanna do with my life. Yeah, wait till then, no. Exactly.
0: Exactly. But you you took this time, you did something, and you never know if this degree could help you out, even if it's like, you know, you decide, like, you want to start a small business in your house or something. Like, you never know where a degree is going to take you. You know, you never know where the life skills that college gives you is going to take you. I don't think it was a waste at all. Exactly.
1: And if you ever did decide that you wanted to go back to school for something else that was different and more specific, you already have your associates, your basic prerequisites done. So everything you could have done could have helped you in the future. And exactly. you never know where life can take you. And you never know what job opportunities you're going to have at the next place or the next stage in life. And every single experience in your life is just going to add to another thing on the resume. And it's another part of your story. And it's another four years of your life that I'm sure you made friends and made connections and... And and met different people and learned different things that you cannot get back without having those four years of experience.
0: Hundred percent. And also, thousand who's going to tell your through.
1: kids that there's another option besides college if not you?
0: Exactly. All right. So should we move on to the Let's advices? Do it. So I feel like me and you have been slacking on the advice. Like, we haven't been, like, giving advice for us. And this week, somebody actually wrote in advice for somebody else based off of their question, which I thought was really awesome that, like, you guys would be sending in advice it's for each other. It's like a community. Other. You're looking so out for each other. We love it. Yeah, yeah. Like, seriously, if you guys have, like, an opinion on some of these questions, like, the advice doesn't only need to be for us. It could literally be for anyone out there. So please send in your advice also. Like, we love it. So I'm going to read the advice right now. But bear with me because it's long and I have dyslexia. Um, okay advice to the girl on how to get a doctor boyfriend it's actually funny because all my friends wanted to date a doctor and I actually never even thought about it and I met my pre-med boyfriend at a party and we just hit it off I think it's because I didn't care that he was going to be a doctor he actually said that whenever he said he was pre-med girls would be super interested. I think the fact that it didn't really faze me made him like me more there's so few attractive pre-med guys out there and they're all taken already so if you want so if you want the few that are out there you have to act super chill and not freak out and be like wow you want to be a doctor wow because all the girls acting like that so just be chill and if you're meant to end up with a doctor you will otherwise there's plenty of great guys out there who aren't doctors and do other things with their life i just want to say amen sister i love that exactly literally exactly like i mean unless they're the type of guy that like loves when like girls fawn over the fact that they're doctors but then do you really want to be with someone like that anyways because they're usually pretty cocky like you're just gonna throw that out there <laughs> like that's pure but, arrogance
1: right there that's a big red yeah
0: <laughs> yeah exactly and there are so many other professions out there like don't look for a doctor honestly like look for a fi- i mean I could be some, you know, my boyfriend's going into finance, but like finance guys, that's definitely where it's at. I mean, they're all douchebags, but like, you know, they, cha-ching, cha-ching. some <laughs> someone.
1: You can, you can find some like yours. I see dollar signs in my eyes. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but
0: there are tons of professions out there that are doctors that like make a lot of money and also are attractive and maybe not cocky. Then don't go for finance. Go for like I don't know, but you know I don't. You know maybe you're in where I am. Like I'm watching Grease Anatomy. I'm seeing all these hot doctors, and I'm like, oh, all doctors must look like that. But you know what? They don't actually look like that. They don't actually look <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, that's it. So if you guys want to send in advice for us or for somebody else that asked a question, please feel free to do that. You can also send in stories and first and foremost, you should send in questions for us to answer in our next episode. We will have our anonymous submission form linked down below, as well as on our Instagram. You can also email us at darktwistypod.
1: D-A-R-K-T-W-I-S-T-Y-P-O-D. If you like what you've seen, give us a 5-star rating and review, and we love you, and we'll talk to you in our next episode.
0: Make sure not to subscribe. subscribe. We love you guys so much. Subscribe. And we can't wait to do our next episode bye. with you. Hopefully with a new mic for me.
1: Bye-bye-bye.